Right. Oh, before we get started, I've just got to send the text, so bear with me a moment. Uh, just typing it now. Sorry, hang on one sec. Is this a bit? Please stop sending dick pics. Thank you very much. Send. Your dad's got to stop you, texting oh, me. Fuck <laughs> off. Seriously, tell don't your talk dad. about my dad. That's off limits. What is That's it? That's off limits. Well, you tell him to stop sending him pictures of his dick to me. Mate, your no one believes this. Me. We're starting again. I mean, this is not acceptable, mate. Listen, no one verbalizes their text. Let me, let me just know. Oh, I'm going to fucking... It's fucking dad, is it? Oh, what's all this? Oh, it's another schlong picture. Oh, he won't take no for an answer. Your dad, will he? <laughs> what have you got? Shut what up. What have you got? Oh, here it is. Oh, what's he got? Oh, no, I've just got to return a text, Paul. Okay, Sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. I have to, I'll just... I'm, yeah. Stop contacting me. Yeah. That's it. It's your dad. Because he's, he's, he's fucking... He's stepped over the line. What's my dad been doing then? Se- sending pictures of his asshole. Maybe Full send, Maybe we should get your dad and my dad together. <laughs> they could just send pictures back and forth. Can we not? I, I liked it when I used to just talk about your mum exclusively in, a, in, in terms of vegetables being put in ovens. Yeah, that well, was, your dad's fun. crossed the line, hasn't he? No. <laughs> my dad... <sighs> anyway... Hello everyone, welcome to Cheap Show. This is the economy comedy podcast where Eli and I go through the bargain bins, the charity shops and poundlands of Great Britain and bring you the treasure we find amongst the trash. Do you want to say anything before I go to the I don't think that's an acceptable way to start the podcast this week. I honestly don't and I think, I think you know it as well. It's not good enough, Paul. That it, was not good enough. Are you unhappy with me? I'm unhappy both with you and myself for like trying to t- join in and it didn't work because what am I going to just say? I'm having some kind of sexual dalliance with your dad. It's not funny. And it's not, it's not big or clever. Sound? What is it to do? A sexual dalliance with daddy do? <laughs> How about that? No, I think <laughs> we should start again. Stop it and start again. Dear listener, I, Paul Gannon, have had to start this episode again because I started this show with material Eli didn't find appropriate. So accordingly, and to his wishes, I have decided to start this cold open from scratch. Thank you, Paul, for, for agreeing to my oh, terms. Oh, my phone's going off. Uh, beep, 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 beep. What's this? Your fucking dad, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Welcome to Cheap Show. Welcome to Cheap Show. <laughs> I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles. It's just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cheap Show. Hello, it's only me, Paul Gannon, and my good friend and co-host partner in, in pod, Eli Silverman. Hello, everybody. It's great to be back here on the pod again this week, Paul. What have we got coming up on the show? Well, we've got a smorgasbord of stuff today, and part of that smorgasbord is a little bit of food nom, 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 and a little bit of listening music. Uh, a little bit of listening music. I'm having trouble, Eli, <laughs> today. Why are you having so much trouble? I don't know. It's weird, right? So I feel like I've basically not slept enough, is what I think it comes down to. Well, this is the schedule that we've gone by. We do it on a Monday, but you work until the early hours every Monday, Paul. So, yes, it is tough for me. But don't worry. I'm warming up. I'm just going to do my warm... You know what? I was just thinking as well, Hmm. right? We don't have a band character. You know, we don't have a character which is a band. Yes, we do. Musicians and stuff. We don't. Strewn Onions, the folk no, psych pop they exist. band. They exist in your head. There was no real character. No, wait, my brain's kicking in. Uh, oh, 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 here we go. We did do a band thing, didn't we, once? Because there was all, I did that stupid, hello, darling, you want to do this thing, darling? You want to play a song, darling? I'll play a song for you. Did you? Yeah. What were they called? I can't remember anything. Strewn Onions are the band of this group. The band of this Have pod. Have fleshed them out? I fleshed out. Oh, I did more than that. Did you flesh out your strewn onions? Well, they've got a fucking tour van. They call it the Stink Wagon. Oh, right. Yeah, and uh, because of the smell. Already regretting this. And it's fucking, force. you get in the Stink Wagon, 
Strewn Onions, and uh, the lead singer of Strewn Onions is notorious. They call him Windy Norman. <laughs> Windy Norman. You know what? There's probably already names in existence for this band that's in our catalogue somewhere uh, in no. the character wiki, and we can't remember. The bass on bass is uh, Eric Melange. Is, are they still got the same drummer? Because they used to have Pat Matingle. Oh, um, Pat Matingle. What great with the paradiddles. Yeah. The Matingle paradiddles were like something Pat to behold. Pat Matingle's power, power diddles. What was it called? Oh, what? His uh, side project. His side project was called Power Diddles, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Matingle's power diddles. Yeah. yeah this is going well. <laughs> <laughs> Strewn was, onions, though. Who, great. Who played the organ? Uh, well, it it jumped around, but it then did, you, it had, had, you had... Uh, Big Thumb McGee. Big Thumb, yeah. Dr. Robert Big Thumb McGee. Yeah, and there was also... Right. Um, oh, hang on, I've got his name. There was uh, Double Johnson John, Double Johnson Hardwick. Double no, Johnson Hardwick. But who was the session player who went out on tour with them? Alex something or other. Alex Fatback Band. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah, they were good. Good. Uh... Aren't we good at character <laughs> development on Cheap Show? Anyway, look, let's get this started. Hello, welcome to the show. Um, oh, we have redone these intros so many times, I don't know what I've said. Well, we've said a load of shit that didn't really but mean anything. fundamentally, the point is, welcome to the Cheap Show podcast. Uh, yeah, we are going to do a taste testy kind of foodie thing today. It was pointed out to us on Twitter. I rushed out to the shops and grabbed them. We're going to test them on the show. Love it. And then we've got a segment afterwards, which is, I, you know what? This might be the first ever m- muddle segment. Muddle segment? Where, like, two segments muddle and cross over. Muddle? It's both a platter and a Gannon's Golden Games almost, isn't it? Uh, it is. It has elements of uh, multiple oh. segments, Paul. It's definitely. We're going to have to fight over jurisdiction of well, this segment. I, I mean, I have developed, as everyone now knows, the uh, the Gannon's Golden Game par excellence jingle, yeah. which was on the, the preview. You respected it enough to put it onto the preview. It is now for this ratified. Week. Paul, is there any kind of housework you want to get out yes, of the way? Yes, there's some important housework, so let's get this out of the way. As of recording this episode, which is the 1st of August, 2022, uh, there is going to be a national rail strike in Britain on the day of our live show, August 13th, two weeks from now. It is massively inconvenient, and we realise that might put some people off or being unable to come. So what I will say is this. The fact sheet still exists on our main website, all the information you need if you decide to come to the live show. What I'm going to add is links to National Express, Flixbus, and Megabus. Flixbus? Yeah, that's what, what they're called. What happens at the back of the Flixbus? Beans <sighs> beans get flick. No, they play 1990s retro puzzle games. Oh, no, that's Clax. <laughs> Terrible. Let's go with the wanking one. Like, we always on. do wanking, mate. Can yeah. we just not do wanking? Yeah. In this one instance Ooh, when I'll we're trying to impart information. Here, I'll do a line. I'll just do a line. Just off the cuff here, Paul. Yeah. Go on. I went on that Flixbus the other day. Banging my fucking clit. Great. No, you're. You really are. I was are banging my clit like a drum. Talk about flick. More like fucking thump. <laughs> I was banging my clit like a drum kit. Is that all you've got? Seriously. <laughs> oh, got on the back of that bus. Blam, blam, blam. Oh, I gave my bean a proper fat back. Yes. This is your new term for today. Fat I heard it back, in a video isn't it? five minutes ago. You're like Trump or something. <laughs> China. <laughs> fat back. You just repeat what any the last person said to you fat on the back. podcast. So look, let me state that on the fact sheet there will be links to uh, coach cheap coach services will get you around the country. It Good. may mean that you have a longer journey and coaches aren't anywhere near as fun as trains. But have mm. you ever been on a fucking train recently? It'd be lucky if you get a seat, frankly. At least They've you get a busy. seat on a coach. They've been busy, have they? So, yeah. So, all I'm saying is the fact sheet on our website, on the main page, at the top of the page, has everything you need to know to get to the venue, what happens at the venue, and bus routes and nearby tube stations, and things you can do to get around. Fantastic. Yes, it's going to be inconvenient, but... Also, follow us on Twitter because there are people who are traveling down by car and they've already said they're happy to give seats and rides down to people who are coming down. There's so, some car sharing going on. Follow us on Twitter at the Cheap Show Pod. We will retweet anyone who wants to offer a lift or needs a lift. And maybe hopefully we can get some connections and people together to travel down together. Okay. That, that would be the dream. Obviously, uh, be careful because if you get a message saying, oh, I'm Dr. Creepy and I'll give you a journey in my fat back. Right I, was just, I was just realising that as you were saying so, that. So, you know, you don't be wanna... careful. Don't go with any old stranger who says they're going to the live show. Stranger danger, right? That's what they say. 
So just, you know, be careful. Wouldn't it be awful if someone got murdered? Right, great. No, let's bring that up, yeah. Wouldn't, you're right, it would be awful. Well, so maybe that's, why we we're, maybe... that's why we're staying, be cautious, be respectful, be considerate. This has taken a turn Mate, now. I'm just trying to be honest. I'm, I'm, thinking like, of someone... I'm stressed about this live show as it is. And to know there's a fucking rail strike on the day is already a kind of... It's on very... top of the fucking uh, Coldplay fucking up the t- Gig, hotels. Yeah. Well, it's going to fuck them up as well, isn't it? Good. Yeah, but... If they lose a small part of their audience, Coldplay aren't going to know. They, we won't go on because 15,000 people haven't turned up. What are the other 85 going to say? There's not 100,000 people going know. to that I'm Coldplay saying, You know what I mean? Please consult. We'd love everyone to come, and we hope as many of you still can come. We understand if you can't. The show is going to be filmed, but it won't be released until we release episode 300, which will be a few weeks later. And can we just sort of make an assurance to anyone who's thinking of coming that we're going to try and do a really good show mate I think we are going to have a great show we've been, we've been sweating we've it planned. we've been sweating it yeah we have been sweating it it's like it's because we haven't done a live show in so long and, we're, and we've got such a big stage for this or we've decided to try and do what we can with the space we have with the size of audience we've got to put on a great big twanging show Hopefully it'll be good and worth any inconvenience getting there, is yeah. what we're trying to say. Ticket information, fact sheet information, all go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. You'll find links to everything you need there. It's your one-stop shop for all information for the live show. Please come if you can. Don't worry if you can't. But honestly, the more the merrier, and we are going to put on a show you will enjoy. And we sign merch. Yeah, we got all sort- there's all sorts of merch. If you go to the metadata on this podcast on your app there are links to all the different merches and the magazines events got another magazine on the way so that's going to come out soon we need to get some shots. and the badges are on the way the so badges have been badges. dispatched yeah pin badge arrivo yes so there's lot there's going to be so much fun and games and it yeah have you told them about the pin badges being defective well yeah i think we mentioned it last week okay good we? oh no we there'll didn't. be special limited edition ones they're going to be limited edition badges because the design isn't quite right and they gave eli a muppet lip <laughs> So they've given me a fucking deformed lip because uh, they didn't find the line for the thing. But it my lip mean, looks like a mustache. It does outline. mean there's going to be 100 badges that will be very unique because the next batch won't have that defect in. Okay, so that's exciting, isn't it? I'm excited. I'm going to call it the f- the, f- the fat lip band <laughs> badge collection. Ding 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 dong ding. Oh, here it is. Here's the noise. Right, I think we should have a fucking rule. Right, I've just thought of this, Paul. Yeah, that thing you did with your mouth. There, do it again. Do. It. Yeah. Oh, with some effort. Come on. Oh, that's bullshit. You're not... yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, make me feel bad. Now, yeah, you knew you weren't doing it properly. Yeah. Now, I think that noise. Don't talk to me in that noise. Don't address me in the noise. Should only be allowed when you're portraying the character of. <laughs> Judgmental, right? Oh, okay. Total mouth noise creature. You're like a little mouth noise frog. Ooh, look at the little mouth noise Ganon frog, everyone. What's he got to say? Hello, little froggy man. What have you got to say? Oh, exactly. Thank you. This is really... This week's really working for me, Paul, so far. It's the it's the comic bits in between the, the housekeeping. Should we taste this fucking chocolate then, or what? I mean, come on. You've got fuck all this week. It's I'm... funny. The great thing about when I let you just talk yeah. is when I just stare at you, I see you go from angry to generally frightened. I don't <laughs> get frightened. I'm not frightened. Pi- I can talk about anything. I'll talk about anything you like. That is the problem, though. You talk about anything. Talk about something for a change. Hey, be something. Do something. Oh, are we going to attack? It's going to attack me just because yes. you did fucking three minutes of mouth noise shit. And I was just trying to fucking say, yes, the mouth noise, Paul but only in that character. Something constructive. Something that we can move forward with. Oh, yeah? Something... <laughs> you dreary-skinned Michelin man. Well, I'm not man. dreary. I'm not a Michelin man. How dare you? <laughs> You're attacking my weight again. You're attacking your fat-shaming me. You've got fucking stupid paisley turnips on your jean shorts. Great, that's all you've got well, to attack my no, turnips. They're quite fetching, but still yeah. mockable, I find. I, I only found out about these because there was a... Um... Uh, Here comes a, a terrible of... pun that he's going to try and shoehorn in. Because <laughs> it was in an almanac of designs. Yeah. I thought, I had to turn up for the books. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom! <laughs> that was quite good, actually. I'm going to end well it done. on that note. <laughs> Is it the cheap eats section? I guess Can we even do eats. that? Hey, we haven't done a cheap eats thing in a while. Let's do it. Here we go.
Hey, cheap eats. Oh, great. We should go on the road with that. Uh, right. That was just like a whole lot of love. You were nicking a whole I lot of love. I was nicking yeah. a whole lot of love. But did you know in the 90s, they remixed that with um, the uh, song Asteroid, the Pearl and Dean theme. Remember that? It was a remix. It worked so well, like a mashup is the word you're looking for. Even though one was a jingle made for a cinema chain, uh, and the other is uh, obviously a hard piece of rock. Yes, but there's a lot of um, talk these days about how much Zeppelin ripped their stuff off. Really? Of blues, yeah, blues guys. Ripped off or just... They you know, nicked whole songs of, of blues guys and didn't basically say that that guy... Well, just ripped. put new lyrics over them or something? Sometimes they changed the lyrics, sometimes they didn't even change the lyrics. The problem is, with blues riffs and such... Aren't they just kind of like a standard three-bar chord, four chord, whatever they say in like They're, the riffs? Sometimes what... they get through this by saying traditional arrangement. Yes. Because it's folk music, essentially. And in, in the tradition of folk, you have traditional arrangements. They're very similar structures yeah. from song to song. But that's not what Zeppelin did. Zeppelin ripped off songs that people had written and didn't didn't say that they'd written it on their, on their LP. Well, I want everyone now I to love, have a Led I Zeppelin, love Zeppelin album to burn I, them. I love burn Zeppelin. Them. I'm not saying that. Put I'm not them on a fire. To, I'm not trying to cancel Zeppelin, but I'm just saying, it's funny that I said, oh, you nicked that. A whole lot of love for the jingle for the opening of this, but they probably nicked that from yeah. somewhere. Do you see what I mean? It's all yeah. nicked. It's all, it's all, I mean, these days, do you reckon they would have gotten sued? You know that absolutely. Whole... They absolutely would have. Because like these days, if you use a snifter of fucking I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred, someone goes, oh, you've nicked it. I You've think got to give them a, a credit. The whole um, idea of copyright in music has to be, there has to be an overhaul into, for today's modern age, doesn't it? Because yeah. it's ridiculous that you, you're, you get demonetized, for example, on YouTube. For just having if, there's a, if there's any reason that people shouldn't sample Right Said Fred or use the same kind of Right Said Fred rip, I'm Too Sexy, it's down to the simple fact that no one should be giving those fucking cunts money anymore. The anti-vax stance they took. It just got fucking you? off the charts. They went off the charts, yeah. I mean, in more ways than one. Tw- they haven't been on the charts for they fucking been on 20 and, years. And the fact that people need to more talk about 20, them. More than 20, 30 years. When someone goes, oh, Beyonce's sampled I'm Too Sexy now. And you think, great, so now they're back in the conversation doing this movement with their fingers against the thumb, rubbity-rub-rub, But more generally, cash. don't you think that the copyright is out of control? It, this, this isn't the way to be. Should what's be able a sample, to use what's ripping off, what's just fair use. traditional music. Yeah, I guess it all depends on how much you use. Absolutely, but I just think I think that it's the way YouTube has it now, where things get automatically flagged and taken down. That's not a good way to move forward with this. You know what it all stems back to is the what? Robin Thicke blurred lines. lines yeah, um, which is what, what did this sample Marvin Gaye's something or other? Um, what's going on? No, that one. What's it called? I always play. Every it. time I someone mentions Robert Thick, my uh, my arsehole twinges. Robin Thick. Ah, stop it. Yeah, but that a lot of people he did sort of nick that, and it was a terrible song, obviously. Gia. Yeah, he's a skeevy um, cunt, basically. Horrible, I think Robin Thick. Horrible, but I think the way people in the industry said the way that that's gone in favour of the Marvin Gaye estate is a bad sign. Is bad because the, and that is what led to the what happens now where you just get sued to shit for anything that self resembles. Because like Paul's Boutique, the Beastie Boys album is almost nothing. Isn't it like just nothing but samples? It's pure samples. That's the joy of it. It's the way the that they've they've weaved it all together. Yeah. Weft they, the weft and warfed of it. Um anyway, cheap eats. <laughs> <laughs> cheap eats, it's cheap eats time. Could we've been talking about five minutes of uh, music copyright. Oh, look, he's gone all James Brown because you brought a little towel along to mop your It is a hot, another brown. hot day. And it's a sweaty day. Closed. Hence the window being open and hence maybe the glimmer of a sound outside of someone drilling and soaring. A little bit of a background atmosphere. A little bit of ambiance. Yes, but we are doing a cheap pizza day. Now, these aren't particularly cheap, but they're a pound the bar. Someone on Twitter said... A pound know, for that, one of those. Yeah. That's decent, man. I think it was like a pound 20, if I'm being honest. But it was That's about, still pretty good. How many grams? You're talking like... Uh, have a look. So 500 gram if it's a day. 
Oh, it doesn't matter. It's a Let big me see. Bar. Can I see? I there just need go. to see. I'm not going to try and interrupt, but you oh, keep I going. Know. Keep describing it. And uh, no, the... well, here's the thing. So someone on uh, Twitter, I can't remember who it was now, said, Morrison's are selling these. They're dairy milk bars. But the twist is, is that they're called Mystery 1 and 2. So there's two different bars we have here. Ah, milk we... chocolate with a myster- mystery flavour filling. Oh, there's two of them. Yeah, so this one's a different flavour from that one. And it says, solve for a chance to win. I was just about to ask. There must be a, a competition. Oh, can we actually enter this? Are I we going to do could. this? Solve for a chance to win. Solve the mystery flavour for a chance to win a mystery prize. I don't mm. know about that. Why? Well, a mystery prize could be another fucking box of these chocolates. So what? It's, what it's, if it tastes of dog shit and pies? It's like, I don't want that. I've got to eat a whole box of dog shit and pie chocolate, I mean, I? pie is too generic a flavour. Steak what pie? pie. Oh. Dog shit and steak pie <laughs> chocolate flavoured I was bars. thinking like a sweet, a cherry pie, maybe. No. I think the dog sh- steak. <laughs> um, really 170 it- grams, Paul. Okay. Uh, so I was way out. But it is a chunky boy for yeah. £1.20. Now, I can't remember uh, a, a, an era of history that I've lived through of confectionery history where anything like this has ever happened before. Well, do you know what it all leads back to ultimately? like Willy Wonka stuff. Because Willy Wonka was like the first time, I think, in popular culture, people saw chocolate outside of a normal bar. They saw it as a magical mystery There's been competitions, of- absolutely. But this, because we've done it with the Fanta, obviously. The Fanta have done a mystery flavour thing. I yes. don't think the technology has been there before. It's this era of... Uh, oh, he has to take a call. Sorry, I had to take a call. And it was business. So, where were we? We're talking about these chocolate bars, and you said they were only that big, and you were way out, and there was a competition and to I solve said, it. And I said I didn't like it. And I'm saying, this is all uh, typical of this new era of huge flavour advances in the technology world, Paul. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I said it all Willy wonka where it becomes less about giving you good chocolate and more about giving you wacky chocolate to make you buy it. I guess you could say that, but, you know, I've made this point before on this podcast that there's all sorts of different flavours for products that only traditionally used to be one or two flavours. Yes. Crisps being the ultimate example. Yeah. There only used to be, in Britain... In good old Britain. There only used to be what? There were three flavours. Ready salted, cheese and onions, salt and vinegar. That was it. Get out. That was fucking it. Maybe if you want to push it, maybe if you want to push it, mate, you might get a roast beef or a beefy snack. Or a prawn cocktail. That came in. Or a prawn cocktail. Or or a cheesy nib-nab, ding-dong, woodly-woo. But it was extremely limited, the amount of flavours you could get in any of these sort of confectionery or crisps. It was a simple palette back then. We yearned for for no more than such flavours, Eli, back in the days of good old Britain. But I think... It's technology. It's a technology that, it's, that these companies have flavour technology that we couldn't have dreamt of in no. our youth. But now, it's like, you know, Dairy Milk released... Well, first of all, they brought out Wonka bars, didn't they, to capitalise on the film? Because initially it, that was the reason why the film was made. But isn't Wonka its own it is confectionery now. company? It is now. But originally, if I remember rightly, and I might be wrong was that half the funding for the film was going to come from the Quaker Oats company who were getting into candy bars. Ah. And part of that deal was to make Wonka bars to come out with the film. But for whatever reason, those Wonka bars never came out. And so the film was released without a bar to go with it. Is this the original Wonka film? The original Wonka Uh, film, yeah. In the 60s, yeah. Most of that film was funded. Initially, the funding came from Quaker Oats or whatever that, you know, the, uh, yeah, I think it was Quaker. Quaker, yeah. They were trying to move into chocolate bars. Anyway, fast forward, the the rights pass back and forth. And eventually, I think it ends up becoming its own thing. But maybe it's owned by Nestle, it was owned by someone. Right. It's a big brand now because you yeah. see it in all those American candy stores. Wonka nerds stuff. used to be called Willy Wonka's Nerds originally. They remember did, that? didn't they? That's yeah. weird. Why do you think? Because they just lost the name. Possibly. Roll on. You've got those uh, dairy milk, you know, wonderlicious bars where it's like jelly beans and popping candy in the chocolate. Oh, a Rocky Road ones yeah. or stuff like that. I like that. And so chocolate bars are just like, well, you've, you've, you're sick of eating a normal Mars. So now we've got a caffeine Mars with nuts in. Ooh. Or, or, or a Snicker peanut butter one. Is there a caffeine Mars? Yeah, there's a ca- the Mars. Like a coffee Mars? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. It's all variations on a theme. I, you know, I like these uh, these special edition Kit Kats, like the the dark chocolate and mint one. The chunky the ones. The duos, they're called. Yeah. You remember yeah, those? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But that's it. It's just like, you won't, you're bored of Kit Kat, here's a wacky Kit Kat. You're bored of Mars, here's a wacky Mars. I know, but it's because they can do it now. Yeah. They can do it. There must be a, an, economy, an economy of scale with it, Paul, where... You know, it used to be, it probably was before it was prohibitively expensive to do yeah, several yeah, yeah. different flavours, but now they've got the machinery to actually be able to produce them. Beep, bop, beep. 
pull a lever, job done. To make it like you're not losing money by doing a different, unusual flavour. Do you know what so I mean? So I reckon we do a follow-up in a few weeks whenever they release it of what the new Fanta and these flavours are. Because we, we don't know right now. They haven't released any answers. And they still don't know with the Fanta. We no, still don't know. The Fanta thing is still ongoing. I think they're going to announce it later in the month. Okay. So we will but tell do you, you. Do you but, remember what our guest was? Was it strawberry and... Um, I said like, was it cucumber or something I said? I or? said strawberry. We said strawberry, cucumber and uh, elderflower. Didn't something like say that. that? Yeah. But there's bound to be something else in there like tea or kumquat well they don't want people something. to is there a competition aspect to that one as yeah, well yeah there is there's, yeah. A, there's a thing online that where you follow them and stuff so so I'm going to open up dairy milk mystery milk chocolate with number a mystery one. fling number one well, I'm just going to give it a snuff see if that will give me any clues well up let's front. do them one at a time so yeah. you, look I'm going to keep I've got number two over here oh. I'm going to keep it there is there I'm a snuff giving on it a it? snuff and I'm getting like citrus like, like an orange I think oh and is there a chocolate you have a little sniff is there a chocolatiness there oh yeah 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 it doesn't smell too bad, to be fair. You're saying above the chocolatiness, yeah. there's something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. Do you want to pinch a piece off now definitely before you hand a, it back? Definitely an orange, but there's also a sort of... Cherry or something? No, or? there's a sort of bready... Bready, like popcorn. Wafery, like a smell, the smell of a, of a wafer. Oh, the smell of a wafer. Vanilla. Uh, there's vanilla. a vanilla-y. It's not, I'm not getting a lot of chocolate at all. There's a kind of wafer vanilla smell coming off that. Oh, I'm dreaming back to days up childhood on beach. With my mum's give me an ice cream cone in a flaking. And sometimes I think to mama, I think mama treat me right. She didn't have much, but she always treat me right. I'm Take sorry, who, who, who am I talking to? Hello. What's your name again? I'm Colin. Colin, Colin Bayswater. Bay and I, I like to come Colin by and Bayswater. give you my memories of youthful times as a child. And I remember going on a big dipper back in the day. And I've never been on it since so high. So high, Eli. Colin, could you... There's a sand... Uh, sand pit, just to, oh, I like sand pits. Just like we got an indoor one. Yeah, used to buy me a little plastic sand kit. Remember that used to get them in the in, on the Argos. You could little do... plastic sand <laughs> kit, and they used to put the in she did and fill it up with sand. It's a bucket up, and spade in neck, there. and then put some crabs. Well, you'll on love the it in there because we've decked it out and like a fun. we've decked it out like a like a set retro seventies beach scene. In oh, there. do you have any uh, refresher bars? There's in refresher there. bars in oh, there. There's everything. There's lovely stuff for you. What about a nice nineteen seventy size curly whirl? Oh, huge, huge. Huge curly whirly in there, curly Colin. Whirly. Oh, I love that. That's nice. Uh, now, these, oh, I tell you what, I love most of all. Do you like spangles, Eli? Do you remember spangles? I never had spangles. Oh, well, I, I hope you put some spangles in, and now we're talking. Well, you could, if you could just shuffle off over there, because I am actually trying to do a, a, an important piece of the podcast. Oh, now, am I in the Colin? way? Yeah. So oh, I'm, oh, no, I'm it's fine. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine. I'm sorry. Just oh, next to, if I'm you go down sorry. the corridor there, the corridor down there, right, and next yeah. to the 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 CCC, yeah, don't oh, go right. in there, whatever the fuck you do, okay? Because that's okay. very contentious. Don't go, go in the CCC. They don't no want one shot characters no in there. From me, sir. They don't, don't want any one shot characters in there at all. But next, two doors down Aye. from the CCC, you'll see the CCC big sign, Aye. big engraved brass plaque on it. I saw that on the way in. Yeah, good. They go down two doors, then that's the sandpit room and play area. Okay. Setting, Paul. I'm really sorry. I just thought he'd like my memories. No, it, it, it's uh, just a timing thing more than anything else. Colin, please. All right, well, I'm going to go then. So, which room, second on the left, did you say? No, it's uh, second on the left after the CCC. Ah, oh, yeah. And then what, do I just go out? Uh, well, you sort of wink out of existence there because you're very weakly portrayed. I'm just going to... Oh, I'm going to put this to the test. Do I wink out of existence? You do. I'm just going to walk over here and those passing the door. I'm just heading out past Go on, CCC keep going. Yeah, yeah, down there. What, I'm very feeling that... And he's gone. He's gone. That was very strange. Right, give now, me a bit of that chocolate. This has a fondant on the inside, Paul. Yes, I thought as much. I'm gonna. I'm handing it over a t- double slice to you. There. Are you fond of dons? <laughs> oh, fond of dons. Right. So this is mystery one. I'm gonna give it another sniff. It's a white fondant to give no clues to the eye. Hazelnut and orange. All I got was generic sweet mush. No, you got to try try a bit harder. No, I was sucking at it and rolling it around my tongue. And you're right, I agree with your... There's a definitely a nutty. Isn't it a hazelnutty? A proaline sort of flavour. It's, it's it's No, it's more like bready. It's like, like cookie dough or it's like mm. a cupcake or something. Well, that's what I was picking up, that wafery smell, maybe. Mm. Cupcake or... Has the orange completely gone? Is there any no, citrus? No, there's definitely a fruit there. There's a citrus note, I think. I'm going to have to have another one. I They're really like that. thick, actually. Quite thick chew. I quite like it. I, I don't I, hate it. I thought it was going to be repulsive. It's very actually. sweet. Overly sweet, maybe. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sticking with like a, a nut-orange combo. That would be my guess. Weird. All I can think is now like cookie dough and something. Oh, maybe it is that. Maybe it's cookie dough and orange. Like an orange chocolate chip. Maybe. Cookie. It's all right. I quite like it. 
Oh, well, what would you give it out of five, just out of interest, as a flavour on its own, as it is, because we I'd don't know the flavour? I'd go 3.75. I'd go three. It's, you didn't like it as much as me. I thought that was quite tasty. Now, it tasty, tasty. That was number one. Number two. Shall we go for number two? Yeah, I'll get you cleaned you, your palate. Snuff. Yeah, my palate is is absolutely clean. I'm going to try and get the virgin snuff when I peel back the, the lips of this. Uh, peel uh, back the lips. And get the virgin snuff right up my nozzles. Yes. Up the nozzles with the virgin sniff sniffs. Paul, already weary about where I'm going to go with this. It's just hot. <laughs> it's really what it comes down to. Oh, oh. Are we going to be okay to get to the end of the podcast, Paul? Are we going to be okay? Eli? Yeah? I'm going to fucking punch you in the no. face. <laughs> How about that? You, How about that? Right in your nose. Promises, promises. Mm. Right. He's opening up the flap. Oh, a meerkat reaction. Oh, I want to say more piney. What's p- pine? So like pine tree yeah let's have a snuff weird very different perhaps you can help with identifying that it's there's familiarity there but all i can get is a sort of piney freshness it no it's you know what it's like it's like it's like not mint but like a kind of yeah that's what i'm getting at a sort of cold lime or 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 something yeah is it lime it's a liminess whereas the other stuff was orangey that's limey where that was orangey do you know what i'm saying yeah but I'm not getting anything else. I'm not getting that sort of wafer or, or doughy, or bready. I mean, the thing is, is it doesn't say there's a there's like a collection of flavors. It just says a mystery flavor. So it could just be one oh. thing. Oh, well, when what would number one be then? I would I say... I would side with cookie dough of some kind. Oh, you might but know. But then they could get away with it by saying orange cookie dough. It wasn't one flavor. Do you know what this reminds me of? This is number two you're talking about Do you know those like now? Jaffa cakes brought out the gin and tonic flavor or whatever it was? There's a booziness, isn't there? There's a sort of almost ethanol that you've put your finger on it. I knew you... you... Or it's like those old cherry chocolate things. Like a glacier cherry, like a cherry, a liquor cherry. Do you know yeah. what? That's what it... You know those ones that you always used to avoid in, yeah, a, in a box of that. sweets, which have that cherry it's liqueur? It's an old working man's club bar of cherries. Cherry liqueur ones in, in a milk tray or whatever, which had a little bit of booze in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've I'm going to give this it. a go. Well done. Well, it might not be right. No, but I knew... It's not about it being right. It's Ooh. like I couldn't even articulate Ooh. it. Yeah. Cherry Very liqueur. cherry. Go for it. Cherry liqueur. Oh, it's cherry. It's cherry flavoured. It kind of weirdly tastes like it's mimicking a cocktail or something, or it's mimicking an alcoholic drink. Perhaps that's just because we are uh, that sort of stewed cherry flavour. Yeah, is associated with liqueur, sort of. You know what I mean? I'm not, there can't actually be any booze in it. No, of course not. But there is a sort of ethanol-y. like a smoky cherry fondant or something. Well, it is all fondant. It's a white. No, I know, I know, but you know, it's laced with cummy white fondant. I don't know if I like that as much as the first one, because the first one had a kind of comfort food, aftertaste. I prefer the first one. Yeah, for I prefer sure. the first one, definitely. That one is just weird. It's just cherry. It feels like it's about to turn. You think? Yeah, kind of. No, I, I, I didn't hate it. No, I didn't it's hate not it. Unpleasant. I preferred the first one. It's not unpleasant. Yeah, I just prefer the, the first. Would you say the second one was just one, seemed much more one note, like one flavour, whereas the first one... Had that orange, had a breadiness, had the nuttiness. It's got more going at the back end. It's more complex, the first yeah. one, isn't it? Definitely. Certainly the aftertaste, I think, is better because the aftertaste with this kind of feels like I accidentally put a little bit of cherry fairy washing up liquid in, on my tongue. It could be. I could see how you do that. It's a bit soapy and artificial, yeah. A little bit soapy. Which wasn't in the first one, didn't have that artificialiness. No. Well, I would give that a two, two I'd and a half. T- oh, two and a half, yeah. It's not it wasn't pleasant. That wasn't terrible. I wouldn't really yeah. want to go back for that. But with I Fanta, preferred the one. Yeah, I prefer the one. So you prefer number one to number two? Definitely. Yeah, well, that's how it always goes, isn't it? It's always nicer to have a number one than a two. I prefer number two. If Sometimes it's... a two's satisfying. I'll, don't get me I'll wrong. I'd like to go for a full breakfast. Yeah. Full English, mate. Oh, don't go in there. I've just dropped the full breakfast down no, the pan. Full English. You know what full English is? What? Shit, piss, <laughs> wank and vom. How would how tell me the chain of events that leads to that concoction? Oh, right. So you have a piss because you just had had some water, you right. know. Right. You have a piss because you've had some water, and then you go, oh, you get a little twinge <laughs> as you're pissing. <laughs> you think, Actually, I need a number two. Oh, well, I'm in the toilet. I'm, I'm, while I'm here, I'm in the toilet. Yeah. And then uh, you take a dump. Is it at home? Are you at home or like uh, at a club? No matter or a where pub? I am, you can have a full English anywhere. That's the I mean, that's, that's the, the joy beauty of, it. of the fucking so, thing. So yeah. you take a piss. You think, oh, actually, oh, little twinge. I've got uh, some bowel pressure here. While I need I'm a, here. I need a shit. You take a shit and it's the certain aroma of the shit. It's a deep mahogany wooded cabinet, wooden cabinet sort of <laughs> smell. And it takes you back. You think about, like a burnt down oh, you think about, a, you think about a, a dalliance you had in your youth for sexual experience. And you think, I'm actually in the loo now. I'm getting a bit of a twinge, you know, 
In the front front yeah. department. And so you have a fucking wank. And then you feel so disgusted with yourself when you wanking without even having wiped your ass first <laughs> that you vomit. Full English, isn't it? Here's how I see it going. You're on a date with a lady, right? Oh, no. And you've gone out to a bar and it's been going so well, you've gotten a bit carried away and now you're a bit too drunk. But you're also aroused. So you think to yourself, well, this can't work. So I'm just going to pop to the pub, the pub toilets. Taking a piss yet? Wait, yeah, he's taking the piss because that's followed the cum, right? He came and then oh, cha- no, he cleaned the pipes. Right, he's like out of there. And, and, oh, and then, he's cleaned the pipes. Yeah, he cleaned the pipes out with a bit of pee and now he's throwing oh. up. Up into the air, and he's through just, the vomit. And he's still got shit on his hand, and like he can't believe it's his look. He goes like, "Oh no!" Puts his hand on his face, draws it down. Now he's got someone else's excrement on his face. The vomit keeps coming. But he did look down and went, "Huh." Full English. <laughs> like that, and that's how it ended. I think we can cut that bit safely. I'm keeping cool. that in because I think I am a funny man. <laughs> that's all that matters. Well, See, is, that, you... is that how we're getting out of this mystery that taste? Is. Now then. I'm going to just stop and put a sound effect in. Good. Fuck off. How about that? <laughs> all right, go on then. Hey, what's he? Again. It. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not, though, is it? Because it's actually a, a platter. Hey, what's he? No, because you don't do the platter. You can't do a seg. You can't do the jingle for your segment. I do the jingle I, for your I, segment. I so this is a record segment, and I'm doing the record jingle. And here's the new one, which I think you're gonna love. Didn't we have a lovely time no, today? No, we unacceptable. To platters. I had a laugh, and he had a bath, and he cleaned his balls with head and shoulders. We had a blaze. We listened to. The crazes of the 1950s or 60s, and Eli got his nubbin out, and we all went home. Boom! Not boom. That was at the least deserved fist bump and boom of all time. Paul. Give me that, give me that, give me, give me, give me that, play me that platter, give me that, give me, give me that, give me that platter, give me that, give me, give me that platter, bad, 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 platter. How about that? The platter section doesn't have a theme tune. It has a, a message from its no, patron saint. No, it's going to have a theme now. I'm going to give it, it a theme. a message from its patron saint! I'm going to give it a theme. It's bullshit! Let's do this properly, okay? Right? Hello. Welcome back to Cheap Show Peoples. I give me that, give no. me that, give me that, give me that platter. I give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that platter. Silverman, <laughs> Silverman, 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 ooh, yeah, because he's so fine. I mean, this fine, is your best. She's so fine. He's so fine. He's just doing he's a so fucking. Fine. I'm just doing <laughs> Yeah, two Jive two bunny. A fucking third rate jive bunny. No, because I needed to go. Come on, everybody. It's like you're fucking running an improvisation class for children from the 70s. Come on, everybody. Let's go. And. Now, let's do this properly. Are you Heads, finished? platters, knees and toes, knees and toes. No. Heads, platters, knees and toes, knees and toes, and vinyl flexies and things you wear on your clothes. No. Hey, Already Heads, wrong. platters, knees and toes, Didn't knees work. and toes. Didn't work. This won't work either, what you're about to do. I can see his eyes going. He's looking for something. Do a fucking Billy Joel. Silverman's platters, they're only songs you know that will not matter. <laughs> We're gonna play them on our show today. You're gonna wish that I would go away. I do, you pick the worst Joel song. And that's how I call him. Give I... us a platter, give it all the tracks you've got. That's a good one. Let's pretend they're not a load of boring, dribbling grot. <laughs> give us, I can do this all segments. I fucking and I'm gonna... know, you are. Is this the real platter? <laughs> Is this just vinyl time? Cassette C90s. Not a CD in sight tonight. Paul, Paul. Open your eyes. Paul, if you're going to do this, can I have the key for the, the what club room? Yeah, go on. The character, I'll get some cheese. Yeah, go, go do it. Do you want any cheese? Yeah, get us a, uh, get us a drunken goat cheese. They've got everything in there, Yeah, get mate. me a drunken got, goat cheese. I don't know. The goat, it's actually a walk. I'm just a man who likes to listen to a platter. Scaramouche, scaramouche. I'll go in there, yeah? For, for the bolter. I'm just going to do Bohemia Rhapsody because I don't have the imagination. Please don't. Riff. You don't have the imagination for one single thing that's good. What with a good jingle. 
You can't, and you shouldn't. And we. It's too platter for this show. Too platter for this show. Show's going to leave me. <laughs> I said, Fred. Paul! I'm too platter for this show. <laughs> Paul? Yeah? Please, can you listen to me for one second? I've been trying not to interrupt oh, you. I am the platter man, and I listen to platters every day. <laughs> as delightful as you are, okay? Let's just say that. Thank you, As daughter. delightful as you are, I yeah. think what you're not getting here is this is a, a merged... Oh, he's, he's done. He's I'm done. You heard this <laughs> He's done. He heard him sigh. That's it. Paul's turned up and he's done his thing and now he's sitting back. He's in the green room after the pod already. Yeah. <laughs> Paul. Yeah. But it's a merging of sections, segments rather. Yes. Like two segments going at each other like that. Yeah, it's right? scissoring. Sizz- <laughs> scissoring segments. <laughs> this is what we're calling yeah! it. Scissoring See? segments. It's a scissoring segments moment. Yeah, right? when two segments on the Cheap Show podcast Merge. collide in a fanny on fanny fashion. <laughs> what do you want? That that's that was the moment of genius I wanted from yeah, you. Okay? Took so welcome four to minutes and fifty six seconds. Welcome everyone to scissoring section number one. Yeah, uh, the two segments will be um, scissoring today, <laughs> merging today scissoring. in a consensual and loving a situation. Ah. Golden, Gannon's Golden Games and Silverman's Platters. It's only a kind of marginal Gannon's Golden Games because of what's inside it. But basically, today we are covering a double album from the band Animal Quackers. Who were a legit band, as well as children's TV characters. Yes. So, what makes it cross over into Gannon's Golden Games territory, uh, you know, tangentially, is that when you open the gatefold sleeve out, you this get a, a board double, game. It's a double LP children's record, which is an unusual thing in itself. Paul. Yeah. Let's play the Popland Chart Chaser, first to number one. Which one? That's what it says on the inside. Oh. Did you not read it? Oh, when this you is the board it? game, yeah. Yeah. And it's very, very basic. It's I'll still be pictured on our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, but it's just go around the board, roll dice, first one to number one wins. Although it has very strange drawings of like celebrities, like let's see the Elton John one. He also appears on the cover. Yeah. As a he's a little Elton John child. In he short. looks like if Viz put Elton John on a comic strip. Yeah. It's that kind of interpretation of him. Now, me and you, Paul, I think we disagree about the artwork on this um, LP, but I fucking love it. It's that children's sort of very vibrant, psychedelic era influenced, and there is something slightly unsettling, almost. No, i tell you what, so about here, it. Let's, let's rewind a little bit. So, this was a show that was shown in the ITV regions around lunchtime, 50-minute episodes called Animal Quackers, and it was inspired by... The Banana Splits, which was an American TV show where a bunch of cartoon characters in actual mascot suits played music, basically, right? Yes, but I, I just want to say, I don't remember from my youth this Animal Quackers at all. Maybe it was just before, when did you say, what years? Well, this was, it ran between 1975 and 1978, so you would have been oh, a wee Oh, I bear. would have been fine for it, but I don't think it was shown in my part of the country. I There's think that's what it that. was. There's, we also don't know how, well, I mean, I'm confused, it's a Yorkshire TV show. And it's made in the north, right? But it affected that American look because it also had animal mascot characters playing instruments with a little bit of storytelling in the middle. Like banana splits. Like the banana splits. But what I don't really understand is how big it was because obviously we've seen these vinyls pop up all over the UK in charity shops. So therefore, it must have been known nationwide. Yeah, but maybe... uh, Who knows, Paul? But I feel like like maybe I just, in terms of memories, it just sort of blends in with my memories of banana splits or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I was very young. These are my first years. And that's what I wanted to say. I love Banana Splits as a very young child of three. Na, 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 I love na, that. Na, na. It, it is one, literally one of my first ever... Um, childhood m- memories. Yeah, memories of any of liking a TV thing. It's part of that American TV vibe. You know, like HR Puff and stuff or whatever it was called. And those yeah. kind of... But we got the Banana life. Splits in Britain, didn't we? I presume so. Did you don't remember watching them I as a child? I don't remember watching it. So I had them in Britain. And what I loved about it, as well as there being, there being fun, sort of slightly creepy, big, uh, you know, guys in costumes. It was like the Wombles. There was a lot of it going around at the time. Yeah. But it was a it was a programming block, the Banana Splits, similar to what came later in terms of a, a Saturday morning TV show block. Oh, so they would so do... So they'd do a song and they'd do a thing. And then there'd be like a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Because it was a Hanna-Barbera product, wasn't it? Banana There'd be Split. Hanna-Barbera... Um, Scooby Doo, or maybe it was one of those, uh, you know, uh, Hanna Barbera at the Olympics kind of thing. And I think that style of programming, where you have a block and you have sort of 
Uh, oh, it's dead to the world. But I also feel it has a certain magical effect, or does on me, where you feel like you're in your own little world. For that that little, it creates a sort of, um, you know, a sealed little world for you. He lies in his little world. Oh. But do you know what I'm? Do you know oh. what I'm getting at at all? I've been left in front and of the And a similar thing happened oh. with a similar thing happened with that. What was that animation? stream on channel four which had um had that thing that they made that anime style thing that they oh no yeah that was an mtv vortex, thing. something vortex but didn't that just show mtv stuff like eon flux and things? eon flux is what it was called but no, eon was... flux is the name of a cartoon series within yeah no that was within it within the animated block but i don't believe the block itself was called eon the block flux. was some kind of channel four thing sort of uh it was all sort of high tech but... and i also gave me that feeling oh, and go. also channel four late at night used to have like these little Blocks of short films, yeah, arty stuff. I used to love that man. Were it's you also had that sim- tits watching it. Yes, of course. Well, there you go. There's a particular moment where I, I, I built myself one of those toilet roll pipes. Right. Yeah, and this is cannabis I've stole off my dad, obviously. Right, which oh. is the sweetest of all cannabises. Everyone can attest to that, basically. I never got weed off my dad. I know, but you don't haven't had that joy. He's got bum old pictures. I used to get it out of the fridge, slice off very carefully as much as you could get away with. Rub it down the sides. This is hashish. You rub it down so it doesn't look like it's been cut. You know, you don't leave teeth marks in it or anything. So I've got this toilet paper pipe and then this fucking Fuck short me, film. Story, story this, and I have, a, I have some hash. And then this it's like one in the morning or something. And then this uh, short film comes on about Hemingway's Man in the Sea. And it's like black and white. And I'm like, dude, that's the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> it just stuck with me. Sorry. There you go. Paul's looking. Paul is literally looking askance, and as if I've shat. I just share something, something of myself, not just your stupid fucking cab driver's fucking pop knowledge. Fuck you. What were we talking about? So the animal quackers <laughs> concept was very simple. Apparently, it was a crudely animated title sequence which set up the stories, which were the animal crackers riding their spaceship to Popland. Wicked. <laughs> yeah. Introducing themselves. And then there was, there was no real story. It was just like a live action show. They opened with a song, told a bit of a story, did another song, told a bit of a story, ended. You know what I mean? Simple. And it was inspired by the banana splits. But I'm going to propose this. You know, recently they made the banana splits into a horror movie. Yeah. Right. In that kind of Five Nights at Freddy's vibe. Well, I think Five Nights at Freddy's was the first thing to actually do it. Yeah. No, no, it was. But, uh, you know, whatever. Regardless of all that. Don't you think that Animal Crackers is a far more fucking terrifying thing to turn into a horror film? Because those characters, are... especially in live action, are fucking grotesque. Yeah, I love it. Just just twisted and wrong. And like when the mouth opens when yeah, they talk, yeah, it yeah. goes off to the side. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like when in a horror film, someone gets their jaw blown dislocated. The tongue's hanging out. They do have that look, and also in the artwork of the cover, which I love and you hate, it has that that slightly askew jaw thing. That's the way this person draws faces. It's weird. There's a roller skating. It's very, very close to sort of straight up psychedelia. The artwork. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, but just as much, and especially this guy on the back is trippier, who they haven't even put on the cover. Do you see this guy? Banana dog. Look at his weird. uh, Brothel creeper shoes. Yeah. Very sort of kind of Robert Crumb style, sort of uh, psychedelic style. I actually really like the artwork a lot. That's right up my street. I like that a lot. But what we've got, it's basically a double album and it's got four sides of songs, which are a mix of kind of covers and nursery rhymes made kind of contemporary and a few original songs of their own, but not many. Yes. And they were, weren't they originally a... um, yeah. A psych rock outfit. Two of them uh, were originally in a psych rock group, which I can't remember the name Arthur of. Arthur right Grumbly's Wheelchair Access or something. <laughs> it was called like something theatre. Drake Norton and the curp- carpet upholsterers. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Smith and his bandstand of Boogie. <laughs> what are okay. they called? Nick Pallet and Jeff Nichols from the band Principal Edwards, which were a prog rocky kind of thing. Uh, who supported uh, Zeppelin and Fleetwood Mac on tour originally yeah early in the 70s and then weirdly when that band broke up they all kind of went off to do kid stuff anyway because these guys went off to do Quackers and then another guy went off to do Play Away and write songs oh really so it seemed like the natural progression for a prog artist if your band burns up was to just go make songs for kids now in terms of the music on this record Paul uh, it is very well played and some nice instrumentation but it's um, very session bandy it's too simple to actually enjoy as an adult, you know? It reminds me of that Rod, Jane and Freddie, it's that sort of folk, psych, rock tradition that was very much present 
in children's music because these were the people who were getting into children's music. Well, that's what I said to you before, isn't it? It was like most kids shows of that era, especially in the UK, had a very folky kind of musical score to them. But and also what... a psychedelic influence. Well, here's what I'm saying. Th- shows like this and to some extent Rainbow and Rod, Jane and Freddie started introducing mainstream and modern music into kids' TV, which is why a lot of these are covers because it's like, it's like a gateway drug to finding out what the Beatles were. Yeah. Or reggae or genre music that isn't nursery rhymes, basically. Yes. Now, there are three reggae tracks. Mm. And you said you looked on the Wikipedia and someone from a reggae group had joined, was by working With By season three, they had someone from a, a, a reggae group. And I think this in. is their second album, so this could well be by season three. It's possible. We just don't know. Um, I remember Animal Quackers back in day. I would have I'd loved it. I'd sit down on the rug in front of telly and Mother oh, would go Colin, on and put the cup of tea on to Have you been in the sandpit? No, I just want to talk about Animal well, Quackers. Have you been in the sandpit? I made the sandcastle. Well, you're walking sand all nice. over the main body of the f- podcast. We oh, can't have that. all right. Okay? Isn't the it cleaners don't come in till. Oh, no, I don't no. mind. That's fine. No, I'll clean up later. I'll no, do No, Paul, it. I don't want him here. What's the matter? I'm only giving you my memories. I remember Animal Crackers. Do, do you? Do you remember Roly Polies? Do you remember Hedgehog flavoured crisps? <laughs> Do you remember Bullseye on at Sunday? What's mm. your name again? Colin what? You can't find You could just remember, remember, call me Colin. Colin the Nostalgist. I think that's uh, what I your name is. I remember all those days in front of television. Oh, yeah. I remember it wisely. Mm. Oh, do you remember... Rory, Rory, tell us a story. That's the one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's remember, the one. Uh, space Hoppers. Uh, yeah, I remember Frisbees. I also remember... Uh, oh, The Sweet. I think oh, that's what they call Oh, do you remember The Sweet? What about Mud? No, I like Mud. My mother didn't like much. She said it was dangerous music. Okay. And, then and what I was she... like, mother, you don't know nothing. It's the new sound. What was her attitude when, you know, you got a little bit frisky upstairs and maybe had a little, mother a little fiddle with you? Mother didn't know that. I didn't have my first erection until I was 24. Oh, I know, I know. And how old are you now, Colin, if you don't mind? <laughs> I'm in my late 50s. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Colin. Oh, Colin. I don't know why you're so mean. I've already come to tell you my memories of Fucking things in the past. Colin, you're getting... I just don't really know what you mean. <laughs> you I went dangerously like close that. to Mavis like then. Dennis. I know, I was dangerously close to Mavis from Coronation Street then. I know, I love this character actually. Colin, if you, we do have to we have to finish this segment, right? So, can I just sit over here and you reminisce? You can sit on the bench with the others, Can I just please? reminisce with the others? Absolutely. Oh, I remember Top yes. of the Pops. Go on, oh. go on, Colin the, the nostalgist. Remember the original Blue Peter theme and Grange Hill? <laughs> oh, do you remember that? Oh, oh. I love it. Oh, Oh, do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Oh, Colin, sit down over there and stop talking, please. Please. He remembers all the things. Uh, you know, when I listen to Colin's voice, Paul, yeah. I feel like get you, I'm being smothered <laughs> by Barbara Dixon or something. Oh. No, I don't say that. That's a compliment. <laughs> I remember oh. seeing Barbara Dixon at the oh, uh, Royal Albert Hall on the 50th anniversary of her, of her first album. I remember it very well. Okay, oh. Colin, now yeah. you, you're doing something you, did, you said you wouldn't do now. Oh, I'm sorry. I go sit go over sit down. I do apologise. Yeah. I remember you told me. Shush. I remember. Shush. You told me. I yeah. remember. I reminisce <laughs> about that. You remember that? Remember. No, that was not good. Like told me to sit down over there. Do you remember that? Do you remember I went over there to sit down? Oh, that was a good day. Oh. You don't get days like this anymore. Oh. No. Do you remember corner shops and penny oh, sweets? <laughs> it's somewhat nice not to have to talk to you, Paul, for so long. But, Thank uh... you. <laughs> right, I think it's about this time of the show we should put a track in. So which was oh, the yes. one up that which, which one would you like to do? We're going to pick two. So which one did you want to do? I think we should start with Happy and You Know It, which is their version of the absolute If uh, you're happy and standard. you know it, clap your hands. I used to play that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to enjoy Happy and You Know It. Perhaps that's why I picked this. No, no. (laughs) I don't want to talk to you, Colin. Fucking, he's going to have to leave the main body of the podcast. I don't want him on the bench there, man. Is it because he's staring at you? It's because everything I say, he wants to fucking pipe up. Pipe down. Happy and you know, I think it's it's the most sort of uh, typical. Yeah, so here we go. It's Here's good. a version. And of... it's got a little breakdown. Oh, yeah. It. So here is uh, that song. Stamp your feet. If you're happy and you know it, stamp your feet. 
It's fundamentally fine for what it is. Yeah. It's, it's musicians whose dreams of rock stardom have faded, now been forced into the suits of giant weird animal mascots <laughs> and forced to play lemonade versions of rock and roll hits. It's weird because there's those tunes, but there's a, th- two or three tunes which are literally just telling kids to fucking behave on this as yes. well. There's school, 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 and... Um, Hard work, which is just like fucking do your fucking homework. But this is for like six years old to ten, five to Go ten. Go to school, get ready, be nice in school. Yeah, there's that track on the conform or die, isn't there? It's Remember a bit that one? weird. It's weird coming through that the whole sort of prescriptive sort of parenting on some of these. It's, it's weird because not a lot of kids shows went the whole pay attention at school. It's more like life moral lessons. Yeah, that exist outside of your studies. I guess it's because they're they're trying to sort of package it in. It's they want the kid to get into the song. And yeah. then they just hear the words. They, you but know. also, it's nice because... It doesn't work it for is, me, though. It is introducing them to different genres of music outside of what they... Those maybe... things are nice. I don't like the songs that tell me to do my homework, though. No, we both fine. didn't like that. We no, both reacted I, I, by I, saying, I fuck, said, off. fuck off. Right fuck after the song off. Ended. As soon as you said, do your homework, fuck like, off. Fuck off, the Rory. weird... Oh, yeah, that's their oh, names. They're called Rory. Re- Rory, go on, read them out. Which is which, though? I'll we'll tell you never what, know. I think it's on this webpage. You've got Rory. I think that's the lion, the blue-headed lion. blue lion, yeah. Boots... We look for boots. I think that might be this guy with the brothel creepers and the weird... Okay, it says here. Ping uh, pong. Rory, rapper. a lion. He's a blue lion. Yeah. Right? And then there was Twang, the monkey. <laughs> Which sounds like what you do in the toilet. There oh, is Twang, the monkey down where's there. Where's Paul? Oh, he's in the toilet, Twang and the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah. And then there's a, uh, a dog called Bongo. Of course there is. I think Bongo's the... Um, the one that looks like a direct rip-off of the banana splits. Yes. Uh, and then Boots, a tiger. There's Boots, the tiger. He's yeah, pretty cool, go. actually. He's got I an think, eye patch. Yeah, I would go go for Boots if I was going to, you know. Yeah, I like Boots the best. He's the most rock and roll, it seems to me. You know. But they are—they do all sound like characters we've just come up with. I like all. I think it's. I think where they fell down is on that prescriptive bullshit. And it, funnily, they do a version of the Jackson 5's ABC. Which I don't understand. Which they try and make more educational no, by the, changing the lyrics. No, Perhaps that's play a bit fine. of that. No, that's fine. The problem is, the point of the song is to teach kids about counting, but they've used a track called ABC by the fucking Jacksons. So they have to make it sound like ABC is similar as 1, 2, 3. You could have called the song 1, 2, 3 and said... One, two, three, easy as A, B, C. And Just then the integrity of the song would be absolute rock solid. But I think they've basically paid the royalties. They've, they've, oh, they, it would have been easier back in that day. I they've guess. actually said we're going to just use the music and and credit you, but we're going to you know there's change a few the Beatles lyrics. tracks on there, isn't there? There's yeah. um, Octopus's Garden, which does That's not dreary. work. If you did not like Octopus's Garden by Ringo Starr, you will not like this interpretation. The Animal Quackers version is not a classic. It makes it sound like a duffel bag full of farts. It's really quite scary. His voice on that, uh, and then they've got with a little help from my friends, which is it's fine. A, it's a perfectly vanilla cover. I mean, but it's fine. It's nice. They all can play, like you say. It's got a sessiony vibe. You 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 yearn for a bit more complexity and some solos and stuff. What was you? the other one we wanted to play before you wrap this up? Oh, so there's definitely there's some reggae guy who, who got his way on three of the tracks here. Yes, um, and just said let's do it a reggae. Style. You've eyed me, so can it doesn't I just... work. But on this one, I think it works the best, which is their version of the sea shanty. What should we do with the drunken sailor? All right, so let's roll that now. What shall we do with a drunken sailor? What And it does work. You want it to go proper dub, but oh, it doesn't. Oh, oh, oh. Lots of echo in. With the echo <laughs> and the, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. The isolated bass line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, 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 maybe some boffins out there can do that That for would be us. amazing. But 
they've lasted three seasons. They did live shows. It says yeah. on the back there, oh, thanks for seeing us at the live show at our bus. Come on the bus. Come it, on the bus. Is it just before sort of Tiz was and all of that? I mean... I remember when I was noshed off by Rory the Lion and the back of the Animal Quackers bus. Oh, did um, you, Colin? Yeah, it's I, too much now. TMI. I, I, I twanged I the monkey I did while I was doing it. <laughs> I, it's just problematic, this character, for me. It's it's edging into, like, weird... I went on tour with Animal oh. Quackers. And I, I wrote a book called Almost Quackers about... <laughs> Travelling with a rock band. Wow. And it was a very rose-tinted look at the uh, life of a rock star. I learnt lots of lessons, and I grew up that year. It was lovely. Almost Quackers, it was called. Fascinating. Yeah. We did have a little conversation about you not... Please, you, you, please, could you? Oh, Eli, I'm just, just one more thing. What, what, what is it, Colin? Do you remember Jamie and the Magic Torch? <laughs> I do. Yeah, I had a good theme tune, didn't that? That was another one. Funnily Jamie enough, Colin, I'm just going to start talking to you then. I'm not going to fucking even get Paul here. You're better than Paul because you remember these things. You like these things that I hey, like. Ha- oh, Eli, do you remember Crystal Tips and Alistair? No. Oh, you do. With a little girl with a big dog. No, I never. Down wa- the slide. I never watched that. Oh, do you want to come it- back to my place and watch Crystal I- Tips and Alistair? It's okay. Really- come on, come no. back to my. I don't, not tonight. We're getting okay. on now. I know we are. It's... I remember when I first came on the show and you didn't like me. And I've won you over with Crystal Tips and Alistair. And I tell you what, I'll throw in some rhubarb and custard as well. All over your tubby tubby. Oh. <laughs> Get out! Get out, Alan! You've crossed yes. the line! He's not called Alan, you it's idiot! Colin! I've been saying his name out. again and again! Alright, oh, oh, oh. he's in the pantheon, Paul, okay? Oh, I'm Alan. I'm the knockoff character of Colin. <laughs> I've come here as well. No, fucking oh. shut up! Do you remember wrestling? Alan! Do you remember Big Daddy and Giant Airstacks? What? You can't hey, be your own copycat called Alan. I remember you wrestling and Giant Airstacks. Oh, do you remember Metal I'm Mickey? I'm not doing this. Do you remember Metal Mickey? I'm not doing I this anymore. I remember Metal Mickey, I do. It was written by the uh, man who made the I'm monkeys. I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, I remember that as well. Yeah, I do. Paul. Oh, that's the... I'm going mad, <laughs> Eli. Help me. Help me, Eli. I'm not doing this Help anymore. Me. Calm got, down. My characters are scissoring. Help me, Eli. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> you had a character vortex meltdown, and it's fine now, okay? I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Right, it is time to do the admin. So let's get that out of the way because it's not the best part of any podcast. Email us here. Go to this website. Support us on this. Mate. You're not interested. You got what you want from us and now you want to go. They've gone. If they've gone, they're gone. You've milked me dry. I haven't. You've twanged my monkey dry. And now, uh, you want, you're not, you're now you're not going to give, give me the time and the respect to listen to the admin. You're not even doing the admin. Just do the admin. If, no, if they're not listening because it's boring, they're not listening. Website, www.thecheapshow.co.uk. <laughs> Shut up. That's the one-stop shop. Tickets on sale for the live show. You can go there. Any of the merch with the new art for 300, go there. Events, shop for the physical magazines, go there. Fact sheet for the live show, go there. Links to web pages for every episode with pictures and sometimes video, go there. Thecheapshow.co.uk. And if you'd like to support us on Patreon, you're welcome to. That would be lovely. It is patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Oh, your cab's arrived. <laughs> hey, hey, I've got nothing. I've got nothing. You invented a whole new character. What do I do anymore? <laughs> you got nothing. Make an effort. I shared a memory. And you did. A real memory. A real memory. Yeah. Yeah, keep follow us on Twitter if you want to know information about how to get to the venue and car shares and all that thing that we mentioned earlier. Uh, at the Cheap Show Pod, I'm at Paul Gannon Show, and Eli is... Eli Snoid, spelt E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. We have a P.O. box, details in the metadata for this episode, and on our website. Uh, he's swinging his arms in a really strange way. What he's, else? He's gone internal. Uh, I don't know if anyone's thinking, noticed this. What else I haven't mentioned He's yet. internalized. On Instagram and Facebook, but whatever. He doesn't uh, listen to me. I don't me. like Facebook. I barely go on it. It's a shithole. <laughs> what else? Um, it's just he's just spouting opinions. Oh yeah, you can email us thecheapshow at gmail.com if you've got a tales from the dance floor or a story or a tales from shop the shop floor. floor or any kind of tale or piece of information you'd like to share with Should us. Should we call the segment Tales from the Insert Word Here Floor? In Tales from the Floor. Tales from the Floor. Yeah. Ah. Floor Tales. Yeah. And also just the song count. Was Mate, ridiculously off the scale. Mate, what are you on? We're two weeks away from the live show. I know, I know so you don't overexert yourself. September, but September, the live... <laughs> yeah, September, the angriest month. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but we've got to get through August. And August 13th <laughs> is our live show. And we're yes. looking forward to it, but we're bricking it. We hope as many of you can come as possible. I know it seems by every day that goes past, it gets harder and harder. But if you can come, we promise to put on a great show for you. It's going to be a proper laugh. Anything else? I mean, not really. I mentioned Patreon at all. You know, all can we shit. can we expect a photograph of your uh, Paisley turnips? Because they're very fetching. How dare you? What? How dare you? I'm just being nice. I your like dad the turnips. Sending dick pics. Goes with your shirt. You want to no, see my don't, turnips? No, don't with the dad. You want to see my turnip? What did you say? You want to see my turnip? I'm thinking of a way out of this I episode. Do not want to see your you turnip. Want to, do you want to see my turnip? <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even come down on a flavour for our chocolate mystery bars. I did. I said bars. cherry, didn't I? I but what about the first one? Cookie I said dough. cookie dough or okay. something. All right, Orange. Shut up. Shows how much you know. Orange smarty cookie dough. Just, just, just accept what you've done, and we're two weeks away. Zip it's it off. Terrifying. This is this is the this is the episode. Before I keep the flicking episode. my um, cable. Sorry, not a lot, but just once or twice. I just want to apologise for the, for that you now. Do it when you were talking. Well, you were That's talking makes mainly. It hard. I'm sorry. I, I, I've only I've been aware of doing it twice. Do you remember when Cheap Show used to be good? Around about episode seventy to one hundred. That was the best. Oh, stuff. Th- Colin being negative nonsense. now. We're a never going on a fucking date now, Colin. I just I don't. I seem to remember it being more fun in the past. Fuck off! Look, your mum's here in a in it's a Ford Cortina. What, your mum's here in a Cortina. Your mum's here. Yeah, she's jam it to you. She's got curlers in her hair. Oh shit, me mum's here. I gotta go. Go get in she the car. I've left the house. She'll crucify me. Oh no! Off you go. Do you remember me? <laughs> See you next week, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. <laughs>